Hello, and welcome to the Big Leads Press Pass podcast. I am your host, Liam McEwen, back from a short hiatus. And with us today, we have Kimmy Checks, NFL Network host, recently signed a contract extension to stay with NFL Network for a couple more years. She is very excited about it. We're very excited to talk to her about it. Kimmy, thank you so much for coming. Liam, thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Big Lead, for having me on today. I'm so excited to talk and kind of let you know how I got to where I am and really excited about the future and what's to come. Absolutely. And let me say again, I said it before the call, but I want to say it again on air. Congratulations on the contract extension. How are we feeling about it? I'm feeling good. You know, it's it's continually been this weird, like, pinch me moment that I get to talk about football all the time and I get to do it with really incredible people and be involved in what I think is the most exciting uh, sport in the world. So it's this continual like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing the job of my dreams and I'm, I'm doing it at this age where, you know, I feel like I'm kind of, you know, breaking glass ceilings and really get to be an inspiration and give visibility to a lot of people uh, who can look at themselves on the screen and say, hey, maybe I can do that and be like her one day. And I see myself represented in the sport that I love. Absolutely, Kimmy. And as always with the Press Pass podcast, we start at the beginning. What was the moment when you realized that this was what you wanted to do, that being in sports media was what you wanted to do with your career in your life? You know, I, I was I was actually pretty young. So I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. That's where I grew up. And I grew up watching the Kansas City Chiefs having season tickets. And I always loved football, one, because it was really exciting. And I got to go to these games as a little kid and see everybody and their red and see everybody cheering for the chiefs but also uh, being from kansas city and having the initials kc i thought it was really cool because I thought my name was everywhere. So I was like, oh my gosh, the Kansas City Chiefs are my team, mom and dad. And they're like, well, no, not really. But in my five-year-old brain, they were always my team. So I really just, you know, always took an interest in football. And I knew that I loved football and I loved sports. But, you know, as a high schooler, when you're trying to figure out your life and what you want to do for college, you're not quite sure what that's going to look like. Um, But I had the incredible opportunity to actually go to a performing arts high school in Kansas City, where TV production and broadcast journalism was my major in school. So you had to audition and apply to get in and get accepted into your major. So on top of, you know, the normal English and science classes and math classes, all the boring stuff, uh, I also took my TV production class in the middle of my schedule, which was really exciting because that gave me a really hands-on experience of like, okay, if this is what I want to do every single day, this is the routine of what it's going to look like. So it was shooting all of our stuff. It was writing all of our stories. It was really being the producer and the editor and the director and the on-air talent all at once. And through that process, we started doing our local high school games, right? Very fun stuff, not the type of caliber of play we see in the NFL, but still a really fun exposure to the experience. So from that high school experience, I knew that this is what I wanted to do, but it was really hard to kind of pinpoint how exactly I could get that started. Um, I ended up graduating high school in Kansas City and going to the University of Iowa for college where I studied broadcast journalism. And I got a really lucky break by getting involved with the football team and working for the Iowa Hawkeye football program uh, the last few years of 
college. And what started as a recruiting assistant, kind of on the administrative side of things, really kind of turned into my on-air debut in college and really in football. I had an incredible boss at the time named Max Allen, who really saw that I had an interest in, in doing sport journalism and knowing that I had previous experience. So he kind of looked at me, he was like, you're in our building, you know our guys, you know our coaches, you know our culture, and you have this very rambunctious, very robust personality. Why don't we try to bottle all of that up in one and we use you to get the stories out of our player outside of the game. So we focus so much on these young athletes being incredible athletes, but they're also, you know, 19 and 20 year old kids who have fun passions and really fun stories. So from that, we started between the Tiger Hawks, which was a digital series where I got to host it and we got to break down our players and the game in a really fun way. And having that experience was invaluable because then I was really seeing how the media industry works within a program, right? How you have to kind of teeter the fine line of not giving away all the secrets of these guys, but really peeling back the layers and understanding their personalities and working with our coaching staff to make sure that I'm showcasing our athletes in the right way. So from there, I started doing um, our hosting on game days as well across social and digital. And it was so clear to me that this is what I wanted to do. And this is what I wanted to be. I wanted to give a personality and a voice to the most exciting sport in the world. Um, And then it was time to apply for jobs and really get serious about what the hell I wanted to do when I grow up. Uh, So I actually applied to varying roles across the industry, kind of at every single major sports company in the country. And I got really, really lucky with the NFL. I remember I was a senior in college. I was in a journalism class. I got done with my work early. And this was a class really geared for, for seniors applying for jobs and kind of getting our resumes and our reels ready for, for the next step. And I saw a job opening at the NFL for the junior rotational program and reading about it, it seems really cool. They chose a handful of upcoming graduates for a two-year program. You spend six months in different departments for two years, so four rotations. And you get to learn the NFL inside and out from a business perspective. I knew I wanted to be on air, but I also am really into the analytics and the kind of nitty gritty of how the business works. So I thought, hey, maybe this could be an opportunity. Um, After six months of grueling interviews and an incredible process, they narrowed it down from about 3,000 applicants to hiring seven of us. And I was one of the seven. So as a senior in college, I remember getting the call, flying. I, I actually had to fly to New York to leave headquarters to do the final interview, flying back to a very cold Iowa. It was my very first time actually ever in New York City is when I interviewed and I flew back and the next day I got the call that I was extended the offer. So I felt great about myself. It's February. It's right before the Super Bowl. And now I know that I am going to get to work for the NFL when I graduate. Um, But it was kind of a realization moment of, okay, I'm doing this job for the NFL, but it's very, very different than what I've done in college. I've taken all of these journalism classes and really refined who I was on air and who I was in writing form, but I don't necessarily know the ins and the outs of a business. I didn't take business courses. I tried to do the bare minimum of my college math and science course just to graduate and get by. So it was this realization of, okay, I'm actually going to get a crash course and how the NFL actually operates from a logistical standpoint and an operational standpoint. So 
After I graduated, I moved directly from Iowa City, where I graduated to New York City in the Big Apple and started my journey within the junior rotational program. And I went headfirst in the international media and business development and spent every single day in Excel, really understanding how does the NFL get to leverage our media rights internationally, something I had no concept of prior to being in this role and, and being in college and being even a fan of the NFL. And that kickstarted a really incredible experience within the league. The junior rotational program really gave me my start and introduced me to everybody across the NFL. We think of just the game, right? We think of the game on Mondays and Thursdays and Sundays and even Saturdays during the playoffs, but we don't necessarily always think about, or I didn't think about as a fan, how that actually happened, right? being in the United States, we turn it on, it's free, it's easily accessible, we can stream it on our phones now, we can stream it on Twitch, there's so many different ways to absorb the content, but there are so many different layers that went into that. And the junior rotational program gave me a crash course and exactly how that happens. So I spent six months in international media and business development, I went to the database marketing team, uh, then I went to event revenue and strategy all in New York City and, and figuring out how do we monetize the Super Bowl? How do we monetize the NFL draft? How do we work with partners to bring these events to life? Uh, and had a really incredible experience there. But I knew through all of this, I still wanted to be on air, or at, I at least wanted to be a part of the narrative and telling the story of the NFL and hopefully our athletes. So through that year and a half that I was in New York City and doing my three rotations, I continued to just kind of network and meet people across the NFL, not only in the league office, but in our network offices in Los Angeles and at NFL Films in New Jersey. And I wanted to try to get closer to the storytelling. So I requested that for my next rotation, I'd love an opportunity to leave New York City and come to Los Angeles for six months and see how our NFL media office operated. Because I think I had a really good understanding of our, our league office in New York City. But what's the media side of it, right? Let me get a little bit away from the business development and get more into the storytelling. Uh, so I moved to Los Angeles, what now is two years ago. And I thought it was going to be a six month stint where I had some fun and got some beautiful weather. And then I went back to New York City and kind of figured out what my next step was. Uh, but I lucked into falling into the fantasy football department. And at the time they were reinventing what fantasy football was at the NFL. We had a redesigned app. Um, we had new offerings and we had this really cool thing now called fantasy stories. And it was very much designed kind of like Instagram stories where it gives instantaneous updates to anybody who's on our fantasy app. So say you have Devonte Adams as your wide receiver one in fantasy football, and there's pertinent news regarding Devonte Adams ahead of the matchup that week. You would see a ring light up around his face. You'd click into it. And then it was a video from one of our fantasy experts giving real-time advice. So I, as, as the JRP in the group, was responsible for figuring out how do we program this? What does the scheduling look like? And what do fans want from our talent? So I got a really hands-on experience of one, understanding fantasy football from a very, very, very micro and, and macro level of like, 
I, I understand all the ins and outs and the nitty and gritty of this, but I'm also creating and producing content and content that needs to be instantaneous and it needs to be really entertaining. So from that experience, I started to do some fantasy updates and stories myself. I had an awesome boss and producer at the time who knew that this is what I wanted to do. And they were like, Hey, now's the opportunity. You're the one programming the app and doing all of this to the millions of fans that use it. Why don't you give yourself a little opportunity uh, to shine and, and start getting some reps? So I started doing that. And we also had a show at the time uh, that was brand new. And it was a fantasy expert versus celebrity type of TV show where every single week they break down the matchups and really get fans involved in the game. And one of our talent on the show was leaving to go to London and our London games for three weeks. And there was going to be a hole on the show. Now it was a digital show. Uh, it was multiple times a week, but she was on you know one day a week and they thought, hey, maybe you can just fill in once and see how it goes and we can go from there. And this was all thanks to incredible producers and incredible bosses that really wanted to take the chance on me and let me see if I could sit in that chair, if I could, if I could do it. And I did it once and I never went off the show. And that was really what kickstarted my career on air. And it was so fun. I was hanging out with our fantasy analysts who are incredible guys like Marcus Grant and Adam Rank. And they really just accepted me into the process and accepted me into the show. And from that, I saw our fans really take a liking to me and the new kind of perspective I was giving, right? I wasn't claiming to be this crazy expert who had played all my life. You know, I'm one year removed out of college at the time and I'd always loved fantasy football, but it was very daunting and very intimidating because I knew the game, but I didn't necessarily know the nuances fantasy. So bringing my new perspective, which was really young and really fun, uh, was an exciting experience and also bringing the diversity to the show that, Hey, I'm a young black woman who loves football and loves fantasy. And now I get to represent a, a new niche of NFL fans and NFL fans that are continually growing as the world is growing. Um, so from there, I actually left the junior rotational program early and signed my first on-air contract with the NFL media group when I was 23 years old. So it was this really crazy experience of going from a rotational business analyst who's like chugging along, you know, in an Excel spreadsheet and really trying to leverage the NFL internationally to now being someone that our fans could look to on our NFL platforms and get information from and get to watch. So that's how my career kickstarted and it's been the most incredible and unique journey. Now I have to earn my salary, so stay tuned for more Press Pass after this. Yeah, that included a lot of unexpected stops. I would yeah. say. <laughs> You're like, where's she going with this? What are the twists <laughs> and the turns? Yeah, I mean, learning about data revenue or data and revenue and stuff certainly uh, isn't <laughs> like from a resume from an on-air host. But what initially drew you to broadcast journalism? I mean, as you know now, and as many high school students probably get around to figuring out, there are a million different ways that you can be involved in sports. And yeah. it seems from high school, you wanted broadcast journalism. That was kind of like your goal. So what, what, what was your kind of your thought process when that was slowly developing? Yeah, so I think I, I, I always loved having a voice and having a, a lens. I've always loved writing. I've always been really, really creative. And when I was thinking and kind of in high school, figuring out what I want to study in college and what I kind of want to, you know, be when I grow up, I was really attracted to being someone who could 
give a lens and give a narrative to someone that may need help or may need help doing it. And I think our athletes are incredibly robust in everything that they do. But I think so many times we're so often focused on what they do on the field and what they do, breaking down the X's and O's and not necessarily their personality or their work outside of football or the way that they give back to their community or the way that they got their start in their career or why it was peewee football that inspired them to be an NFL player. And I realized that sometimes there was a breakdown in between that barrier where we we just looked at these men as athletes and not beyond that. And I, even in high school, like I wanted to understand the nuances of these guys' personalities and all athletes' personalities and their stories. And that's really what attracted me to being on air. And I love to break down the game and would love to do X's and O's all day long. But the thing that really excites me is relating to these guys and being able to tell these stories or even talk about fantasy football in a way that is really unique and really interesting and really different because I've never played NFL football. I love a good flag football game. I wish I was an (laughs) NFL athlete in another life but I've never played the game. So I can't relate to them in that way of them talking to a fellow football player, but I can relate to them by talking to a fellow human being and talking to a fellow black person and talking to someone who understands the nuances of what it means to be within the NFL ecosystem and wanna be able to have a voice. And that's really, really what inspired me. And I realized that there's so much power in your words and there's so much power in creating a story and being able to tell the public what they should know and how they should feel and taking that power into my own hands was what inspired me to do what I want to do now. Through that lens, it seems like the uh, series that you ran in Iowa where you kind of profiled the players off the field seemed perfect. Yeah, exactly. And that that really was the moment that that kickstarted it. And also the moment that kickstarted it was, you know, beyond that, working on game days and being the really fun, exciting one on the sideline, you know, having access to all of our followers on social and giving updates and being in that crowd atmosphere. Like that's really when I feel alive. And that's why it's so exciting that now I get to do that at the Super Bowl, at the NFL draft, at Combine, at Pro Bowl, and really be the, the person that brings the excitement to an already incredibly exciting moment that's really relatable for all of our fans across the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm sure you when you were applying to the NFL when you were in college, you kind of had an eye on this as the end goal, but obviously it happened super quickly. I mean, did you ever anticipate it go, like everything unfolding as fast as it did? No, I, I I honestly don't know what I had anticipated because I think my interests are so varying that I think I could have been happy in a million different positions at the NFL. But in the back of my head, this is always what I wanted to do. And I think I was really strategic and really intentional about making the connections at the league office and across the NFL while I was in the junior rotational program. You know, I did so many coffees and lunch and learns and breakfast and learns with anybody I could and any executive I could. And I also made sure to let them know where my interests were. And through that program, I did so many things that were beyond the scope of my job. Like I volunteered and said, no, 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 I'll go with, I'll go with their creative team to go to Miami and shoot the Super Bowl style guide and be a production assistant and do something I have 
absolutely no idea about because I knew that that got me closer to the creative side of the NFL. And I wanted to see all the little nuances that went into it. And then flash forward, now it's those people that I get to work with on the on-air side when we're asking for interviews or breaking down, you know, what goes into the style guide for the Super Bowl, what goes in the creative vision for the Super Bowl or the draft, right? So it was all these little connections that I made. And now the same people that I networked with who are now my partners and what I do on air and who really have always rooted for me and given me reps and given me opportunities where maybe otherwise I would have never gotten that opportunity because they knew me as this really hungry, really young, recent college grad who always had an end goal of being on air. And now they're the people in positions of power who can reach back and give me a seat at the table and say, hey, we know her. We love her. She knows the ins and outs of the business side of it. And she can tell a really awesome story of what we're doing now. I will say it's very selfless of you to volunteer to go to Miami for the Super Bowl. <laughs> right? I was like, oh, yeah, I, I will absolutely go and do this creative Please, trip for no a week long. <laughs> right? I'm like, there's no, yes, I can absolutely do all of this, you guys. Um, but it was it was really fun. And I think it's this really awesome kind of homegrown story that the NFL saw something in me when I was 21 years old and I was eager in college giving a presentation about something I really did not know anything about. But I sold them on during the interview process and them seeing something special and really making an intentional effort to grow me and to help develop me internally so I can be the best for them. And in turn, I understand the business and the nuances of the impact of, of the NFL in a very, very different and very unique way that a lot of honor talent may not have been privy to. How does understanding those nuances help with your approach to the job? Obviously on air, knowing how the NFL operates in foreign markets is not something that like, it's not knowledge that you're going to present to the audience. Most <laughs> yeah. Of the time, I would imagine. Yeah, most of the time. I'm like, I can't wait for a show where they're like, let's break down everything NFL. <laughs> like, ah, I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. I can help with this. Um, I, I think it's something that really kind of behind the scenes just helps, right? As we as we look to all of our events or we look to all the incredible things that we do across the NFL and all um, you know, of our different initiatives and, and the things that we're really focused on, I know the key players behind all of that. And I use players not specifically in an NFL player term, but the people from the league office who are are, are the driving forces of the change that the NFL's seen. And I think fans of the NFL right now specifically and, and probably for the future, they're really intentional on understanding what is the NFL doing to better the world? What is the NFL doing to better the sports landscape, right? We live in an incredibly hypercharged, you know, political environment and political climate where, you know, people of my generation, we want to know that the brands that we love are supporting the things that we love. And now I get to create that perspective by going directly to the source and going directly to the people who are spearheading some of those internal initiatives and being able to have really, really transparent conversations and understanding how did this come to be? Why is this such an important topic for the NFL? Like, let's take diversity and inclusion, for example. Um, post the murder of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, the NFL took an incredibly strong stance and said outright that Black Lives Matter. And we had always had Inspire Change as a social justice arm of the NFL, but now there was so much focus on what the NFL specifically was doing. Mm -hmm. And understanding that, 
I came together with some other people at the NFL and said, you know, it, it's incredible to do these, these pieces, breaking down what our players are doing, or, you know, to have web pages that break down where all the funds go from inspire change and how we're creating sustainable change across the country. But why don't we tell some different stories and why don't we give a new lens to that? Mm -hmm. And that's where we developed real talk with the NFL two years ago, uh, two summers ago. And now I got to have really incredible and really honest conversations with our players of like, Hey, how was it in the locker room during this time? What were those conversations like, you know, within your organization? Now that you guys, you know, get to speak about this really openly and transparently, like what was it actually like? How can we as fans give to your specific cause? How can fans relate to the things that now really matter to you? And all of that was born from knowing the internal power players at the NFL and the people who are working tire tirelessly behind the scenes to make all of this possible. So understanding kind of the nuances of the NFL and, and the operational kind of structure of it, I then can go to people and get the real honest take from it and be able to tell these stories and be able to bring content ideas together to show like, hey, if we know this matters so much to our fans, how could we showcase it in a really intentional and really honest way to show that none of what we're doing is for lip service, but that it matters. And that's something where, you know, a producer didn't have to come bring it to me or bring in our idea, or I get to stand and read from a teleprompter. Like all of this is really incredibly intentional work and really incredible stories and content that we're making. And it's thanks to all the people at the NFL who work so tirelessly behind the scenes, but sometimes don't get to amplify those stories themselves. Absolutely. And that's one of the unique things about being in the position you are is that it's like you said, when you talked about what you would really enjoy about being a broadcast journalist, is that you can be an agent for change in very much your own way, in a way different way than anybody behind the scenes can be. And so that kind of goes into what you said at the beginning, you're breaking glass ceilings, you're a young black woman who's on screen for NFL Network. How important is that to you to be able to have this power at, you know, like somebody our generation, you know, we like to think that we want to change things, but most of us, you know, don't really have the, the kind of power, frankly, that you do. Yeah, it's it's really it's it's so weird because I, I try to think of of the words to be able to describe it or the fact that here I am at 25 years old and I actually get to enact change or get to inspire people or get to tell stories that hopefully, you know, they resonate with our, our fans and understanding the power of my voice in all of this is incredible. And I'm really, really, really proud of the stories and the work that I've done, but it's so not about me. It's about all the incredible people who I'm just getting to amplify. And, you know, when I was a, a part of the junior rotational program and as a business analyst, you know, I made it very, very known to get involved in so many different internal things and so many different committees and make sure that my voice was representative of the larger voice of young people at the NFL. So I feel like from the very, very beginning of my career, it wasn't just me being hyper-focused on me and my career. It was also being really intentional about 
I want to be able to come into these rooms and sit on these committees and be a part of these town halls and these larger NFL conversations and bring a lens that is really real. And it, at times that meant being really, really pressing of the NFL and saying, hey, we need to do more regarding diversity and inclusion. Or, hey, have you guys thought about how X impacts Y and Z and how that impacts employees? And it's been really awesome to kind of be an internal change agent and get to be representative of the larger culture of the NFL, because we have the most incredible employees in the world. We have the most incredible athletes and being able to be representative of all of that is a really, really, really unique position. And I'm really proud to have that power and have that voice, but also know that I am so not alone in doing all of that, that there are so many other people who do the incredible work, but don't have those incredibly forward-facing jobs to tell the work. So I get to be kind of that middleman and really make sure that we are doing everything that we can and I'm doing everything that I can to make sure that we are being intentional and we are really, really, really pressing ourselves to be the best company and the best sports league in the world. You definitely are. It's uh, it's remarkable that you can be in this position at you know the age as you are, as I'm sure you hear from fucking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but- yeah, it's 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 amazing. But, you know, I, I don't think that the work is done. And, you know, I think all of this is so much bigger than me. And I think that's the thing that sometimes I have to kind of tell myself is, you know, you hear these people say, oh, my God, you're doing all these incredible things at such this young age, but I don't want it to ever be solely focused on me or solely focused on what I'm doing. I hope that my presence and my seat at the table opens up so many different opportunities for everyone uh, who's the next generation of change agent and the next generations of storytellers. And that's why I think the representation is is so incredible, right? That's why I probably will wear my natural big curls on television and always be unapologetically me all the way down to what I wear. And that seems so silly and so, you know, kind of dumb, but I want someone to turn on the TV and to one, listen to the stories that are being told and really resonate with them. But two, also look and say, hey, she looks like me. She dresses like me. She talks like me. She understands the things that I understand. I want to do that. And I want to be that. And I think the future of my career is not only telling these incredible stories and wanting to continue to be a badass at the NFL, but that it's setting up someone else for success. And I get to reach back and really help pave the way like so many others before me paved the way for me to be able to do what I do. Mm-hmm, exactly. And now you will definitely have a seat at that table for at least the next couple of years with your contract extension. Uh, How, if at all, will your responsibilities change going forward with the new deal? And uh, what are you most looking forward to about accomplishing over the next few years? Ah, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm like, I want to be at the NFL forever. And was really excited that, you know, both the NFL media group and myself could come together and form a long-term partnership and say, hey, we want to equally invest in one another and develop and grow here. And I'm really, really thankful for the opportunity and all the people that made it possible and believed in this crazy 23-year-old at the time who was really getting her first shot on air and giving me the opportunity to now be where I am and where I want to continue to grow. Um, I think we're, we're figuring out what 
that role is going to look like, right? I'm, I'm one of our incredible uh, hosts at the NFL and I look to all the other hosts that we have and look up to them and I'm so excited by the work that they're doing. But I think we're in this really exciting place where we get to be really intentional about what the future is and what the future looks like. So I know that I'll continue to be involved within our fantasy kind of realms and NFL Fantasy Live and multiple other digital fantasy shows and podcasts that we have at the NFL Media Group, um, but also continuing to grow in our in-venue and live event hosting. So that's Pro Bowl and Super Bowl, two incredible uh, events that I'll be a part of and hosting here in the near future for this upcoming year. Um, but I think we're in this stage where we have time uh, to really figure out what that future looks like and how I can best contribute to all the programming that we have across the NFL media group. I think the media landscape continues to evolve and continues to grow. And there's so many different pockets that I can be involved in, right? We obviously have our traditional linear shows and linear content, but we also have a very robust and growing digital team as well as social team. And all those places need content, right? As you know, as an NFL fan, Liam, we are crazy. We are all crazy people who love the NFL and we want to try to consume as much content as long as possible. So I think there's so many different holes and so many different aspects that I can get involved in. And now we get to have the fun conversations of what exactly can that be and how can I best contribute to all that NFL media has to offer. For sure. And one of the other things I'm sure you hear all the time as a younger person on the roster is, you know, how much of your career you have to go and all the different directions that you can go in. And now that you have the, the security of knowing that you're going to be with this team, with NFL Network for the long term here, what are some areas that you would like to try to grow in as a host for NFL Network? You know, I think continuing to grow in the live event hosting aspect is, is really exciting to me because that's where I feel alive and that's so fun to me because that's where you really get to interact with the NFL fans on a face-to-face -face basis, right? These events are the largest sporting events in the world. There is nothing like the Super Bowl, but beyond Super Bowl, right? And all the excitement of the game, that's a paid ticketed event, right? That's a game. There are so many different free aspects and free events that the NFL uh, puts on throughout the year, that is really, really exciting to me. And the fact that those free events get to introduce a new NFL fan to the picture, I want to be able to be the person on the stage exciting the crowd and interacting with the crowd so that if it's a fan's very first NFL event, they look to me and they're like, okay, one, this girl is having a very good time. And two, the <laughs> NFL is the coolest thing in the entire world. So really growing um, within that realm and working with our incredible event presentation team and our events team in New York to figure out how can we continue to grow these events in a more exciting way, right? We know the traditional format of it, but are there ways where we can really push our and push beyond the envelope to have the coolest in-venue live event hosting experience ever. So really excited to develop there, but also really excited to develop in our in-studio hosting roles, right? Of understanding there are so many different platforms and ways that we can package content and how can I be the host that breathes new life into all of that, right? And continually getting reps and, you know, 
doing our live shows and doing our shows leading up to game day and all of those fun things. I think the biggest thing for me is the growth of figuring out what exactly is my voice within the NFL ecosystem and within the, the larger NFL media group. So I'm just so excited to grow in all the ways. And I think that there's probably a project or a concept or a show uh, or a content piece that we've not even thought of that I'll be doing in the future and being a part of kind of laying the foundational groundwork of discovering what exactly that is. That's the thing that really, really energizes me because I go back to my JRP days and go back to my days of crunching data and crunching numbers and figuring out how we leverage our media rights and understand that there is a never ending landscape of NFL content and a need for NFL content. And I want to be a part of figuring out the future of what that looks like. Well, you certainly have a grasp on it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying, Liam. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> well, Kimmy, we will watch your career with great interest because you clearly love football and it's going to be really, really exciting to see you grow on NFL Network and all the ways that you just described. I really appreciate you coming on the Press Pass podcast to talk a little bit about it. This is awesome. Thank you, Liam. And uh, it, it's really exciting. And I'm really excited to, you know, give my voice a, a future and continue to give it a future at the NFL Media Group and really excited for all the incredible things that Media Group is working on. And I hope that for years to come, I'll be someone that we can turn on uh, the TV or go across digital and social and people can look and, and resonate and, and most importantly, have fun and take something away, something of positivity or, um, you know, I just, I'm really, really excited about the future and feel so lucky and so fortunate to be able to do it with the NFL media group. Well, any listeners who doubt that sincerity, I can promise you the look on Kimmy's face right now. She <laughs> loves this. She absolutely loves <laughs> All smiles, all smiles all the time when you get to do what you love. Uh, that's the role of the on-studio, uh, in, in studio host, right? All smiles all the time. All smiles all the time, except for when my Kansas City Chiefs get beef. But they won't. Excited to watch them continue <laughs> on in the playoffs and hopefully get to see them live in the Super Bowl. But regardless, I'm just really excited for all that's to come and can't wait to have it all culminate here in Los Angeles uh, in less than four weeks for Super Bowl. Absolutely. It's going to be very exciting. And thank you, listeners, as always, for tuning in. You can follow Kimmy on Twitter at K-I-M-M-I-C-H-E-X. And I am your host, Liam McEwen, signing off.